Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast, bringing you fun and soulful interviews with spiritual teachers with the aim of tuning you in and lighting you up with your host, George Lizos. Lightworker, welcome to another episode of the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Before we get started with today's episode, I'm excited to tell you that my second book, Lightworkers Gotta Work, The Ultimate Guide to Following Your Purpose and Creating Change in the World, is out now and you can order it globally on Amazon. 
If you're feeling the call to help make the world a better place, but don't know where to start finding and following your life purpose, then I wrote this book for you. It is packed with processes, rituals, and meditations to help you turn on your light and get it to work so that together we create a better world. When you order the book, you also get a two-hour live masterclass with me entitled Life Purpose Bootcamp, during which you get to find and define your life purpose in a specific two-paragraph definition. And you can visit georgelizos.com forward slash lightwork to get all the details. In today's episode, we're talking all about happiness. And I want to start with a question. How would you define happiness? Is it an emotion you can conjure up at will? Is it something you experience from external circumstances? Is it something you can purchase? Or is it a deeper essence of who you are, something that cannot really be defined? We have so many words to describe the emotion of being happy, but do all of these words mean the same thing? Do they all truly define happiness? What is happiness? Is it the pleasure you feel when you take the first sip of your morning coffee? Is it the excitement you get when you unwrap a new gift? Or is it the high you get during meditation? Personally, I define spirituality as the journey to being happy, and therefore our spiritual practice as a practice of happiness. But which of these types of happy do I mean? In this episode, I chat with best-selling author of Joy Seeker, Shannon Kaiser, to demystify happiness and put answers to these questions. Specifically, in this episode, you're going to learn why we put so much focus on finding happiness outside of ourselves, what the difference is between pleasure and happiness, how we can begin to be happy in the present moment without external stimuli, and you're also going to learn Shannon's top practices to being happier. When you're done listening to the episode, come on and join your Spiritual Toolkit Facebook group and let me know which of Shannon's processes was your favorite one. Lightworker, enjoy this episode with Shannon Kaiser. Shannon Kaiser is a best-selling author of five books on the psychology of happiness and fulfillment, including the number one bestseller, The Self-Love Experiment and Adventures for Your Soul, and the new book, Joy Seeker. As an international empowerment coach, speaker, and retreat leader, she helps people trust and believe in themselves so they can live their highest potential. She's been, she's been named a top 100 women to watch in wellness by Mind Body Green and your go-to happiness booster by Health Magazine and top 100 people making a difference online by Creative Impact Company. She has also been recognized as a must-follow Instagram account for inspiration by Entrepreneur Magazine and a top Facebook account for daily motivation by Mind Body Green. Shannon, welcome to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Hi, it's so good to be here. Thanks. I am so excited to have you here. I've been wanting to have you on the podcast for quite a while. I've been following your work. I've been loving your work. And I'm so excited to chat, to chat about your new book, Joy Seeker, because joy is something that we're all searching for. It seems to elude us. And yet, something tells me it's something very natural. And we're going to get into that in just a little bit. But I want to start first from your story. What has been your journey to find your, finding your purpose and getting to do the work you do right now and helping people 
to be more joyful and more happy. Yeah, so thank you. It's awesome to be here and you're right. It really is about joy and it's our birthright and I haven't always been in joy. In fact, this year is my 10 year anniversary. Uh, it's been a decade since I left my corporate job. So 10 years ago, literally like right now, February, 10 years ago, I walked away from corporate and I walked away from drug addictions, depression, corporate burnout, eating disorders. I hit my rock bottom and I said, there's got to be a better way. And what I recognized, I really actually went through my own spiritual awakening and stepping into my purpose. What I recognized for me is my depression was a result of me not being true to myself. I thought I was, I was going through the motions. I was doing exactly what I thought you're supposed to do, live in the big city, work in the big, you know, awesome ad agency, but I would cry myself to sleep every night. And Jim Carrey has a quote that says, depression is an avatar that's telling you that I'm, I'm done with this character or I no longer relate to this character. I'm kind of butchering the quote. But when I read that, it changed everything for me because I think a lot of us are suffering. And I have learned through my own personal journey and I've made it my life's work to recognize that our suffering is actually most often tied to us not being totally in tune with ourselves and being in alignment with what we're here to do. So I left all that behind in the past 10 years has been a glorious journey of stepping into my purpose. And there's different layers to that. So eight years ago, it was very different than just two years ago. And, you know, with every new book that comes out, the teaching always changes. But where we are is really the authentic you needs to be seen and heard. And the more I do that for myself, the more everything flows into place. And so it looks like coaching, retreats, books. And today, I don't feel like I work a day in my life. How beautiful. And so many people can relate to this, whether they're working a corporate job or whether they're working a job that they enjoy, but there are aspects of it that like like hold them back or prevent them from doing something more. So in your case, what was your shifting point? What was it about being stuck in that situation that got you to the point where you were like, okay, enough, something needs to change? Because I think that's what, what people's stuck point is. They don't know when the right time is to make the shift. Yeah, and I think it's different for everyone. What's interesting is I call them pivotal moments. If you look at your life, we have moments that are turning points for us and define our character and pivot us into next level us into look at all the work that you're doing today. And before we got on, you, everyone here probably knows your journey. Like each moment becomes a pivotal moment and it's up to us to say, I choose to go towards the future of fulfillment, happiness, and I want to shine my light versus staying stuck in a routine that is no longer serving me. Every next level of your life is going to require a next level version of you. And it is up to us and our responsibility to keep showing up for those assignments. And so my pivotal moment in corporate was crying on the bathroom floor, you know, like a bathroom breakdown. And I said, I cannot do this anymore. It is exhausting to live a life that feels so superficial. And at one point it did serve me. And that's what we need to recognize is I wanted to be in advertising. I wanted to work with celebrities. I wanted to, you know, be engaged to a man, but we didn't get married. Like there's points in your life where you realize this helped me until it doesn't. And when we hold on past the expiration date, that's when we're doing ourselves a disservice. So a lot of the work that I do and a lot of my books is about letting go because it's all we hear in the spiritual community and in the self-help, go after your dream step, the, the ladder shows up or, you know, just go. But we can't go forward if we're holding on to the past. So the letting go becomes the catalyst to help us move forward. So for me, my bathroom breakdown 
I chose and I heard in my mind an inner voice that said, Shannon, follow your heart. And it actually felt like a calm presence. And I felt like angels and my guides were around. And all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I have to regroup. What does my heart want now? Because I can't go on what it wanted five years ago or three years ago or even two months ago. So checking in with yourself is important. And these pivotal moments can serve us. Gosh, it's so important to like uh, realize that our purpose keeps evolving and keeps changing because sometimes we like to like put ourselves into these stereotypical boxes about who we're supposed to be and keep ourselves there even though we are changing, even though every single day we're different. So as you were saying, it's just a matter of like being aware of those epiphanies, catching them early and making those pivots that will allow us to uh, move forward into our future. So speaking of joys, what is joy? Uh, <laughs> How would you define it? It's interesting because that's exactly the journey I went on. For a long time, I would write about what I needed to learn. And I overcame depression. I overcame eating disorders. And I had a dog at the time that I rescued because when I was diagnosed with depression, the doctor handed me a prescription. But I decided, I read an article at the same time that said dogs can help with depression. And I decided I'm going to go with the dog route. So I adopted a dog and the dog passed away two years ago. And that turned me into a whole new journey because here I was already a best-selling author, teaching, leading worldwide courses. And I went through a depression again. I was like, I thought I was past this. And it totally took me past because it was grief in a way that I had never known. But I recognized that I was putting joy outside of me and in my dog, in my happiness, in my career, in the accolades, in the, I overcame depression. I'm now happy. And it was when he died that I went on an inward journey and said, I have to learn how to not depend on anything outside of myself because this is fleeting. He died. My happiness died. And that depression almost killed me again. So I realized that I have to find it within. So what I learned, and that's when I sat down to really discover what's next level. And that's when I wrote the book, Joy Seeker. And what I recognized is joy is not happiness. And a lot of us think and interchange them. I want to be happy. And the whole first part of my career was find your happy. There's a deeper level, joy. Joy is our birthright. Joy is something we bring forward. Joy is within us. It's You can be sitting right here, washing the dishes or, or just resting, petting your pet or hugging your loved one. That is joy. Happiness is fleeting and it's a feeling. And I think we need to get away from chasing happy because joy is a much more enjoyable, enlightened, spiritual place for us to all be. I love your distinction between joy and happiness. I've used a similar distinction with pleasure and happiness with, for me, like happiness is your equivalent of joy, but it's the same distinction basically where one is ephemeral and it's connected to external circumstances, whereas the other one is just who we're born to be. And I always go back to that Louise Hay affirmation and that understanding, that analogy that look at little babies, like we're born into this state of pure love and happiness. And then we start depending on, <laughs> on everything it's else for it, right? Yes, it's exactly true. Yes. So Joy Seeker, what is the book about? I mean, you've just shared part of it, but let's get into the specifics of it. What are the struct? What is the structure of the book? What are the parts of the book? What can people expect as a result of getting the book, reading it and working through it? Yes. So Joy Seeker is a process. It's an eight step process and it's a foolproof process. I went on myself and as I went on it, I, I journaled it, wrote it down, put it into a process. And now I teach it on how to let go of what's holding you back. So you can be who you are made to be. What this means is it's about authentic living. 
and being unapologetic about who you are. And there are a lot of tools in this book, more than any of my other books of journaling, because some of us really like journal prompts. There's meditations, there's affirmations, there's mantras, because I know that we need a toolbox. And what it really does, this book, I feel that we are at a very important time in the world where the lightworkers have to step up. Like there's a lot of energy out there and there's a lot of fear and there's a lot of illusions. And I feel like it's not just the lightworkers, but it's every single person on the planet who everyone is a lightworker because we have light in us. But it's about stepping in and saying, no, you know what? I no longer want to participate in the drama of the world. I want to be my fullest self and actualize myself with joy. And the more that we do that, the more we're going to transform the world, the more we're going to help our, our, our communities, the more we'll help each other, the more we'll be able to transform the things that we don't appreciate or understand. So to me, it's really a call to arms to say, you know what, I can't change the world, but I can change myself. And I'll start by choosing to live a life that feels good. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ooh, that is so powerful and it's so resonating with what I'm teaching right now. My new, my new book is called Lightwork Has Gotta Work, which is exactly basically what you're saying. It's all about just, not just knowing your light, but doing something about it and just getting yourself out there. I yeah. love it. So you talk a lot about letting go of stuff that prevents us from finding the happiness that is within us. In your opinion and your experience with working with people through your uh, retreats and your workshops and your courses, what is like the, one of the number one reasons that prevent people from experiencing their joy? What are the obstacles people create around their joy that we need to release to really experience it? Yeah, such a good question. I call them joy busters. And these are conditions, habits, experiences that we cling to, and they prevent us from reaching joy. One of the main ones is the fear of what other people will think of me. And think about pivotal moments in your life too. The thing that usually stops us be just going after that dream or investing in something we want, it's what will people say? Who am I to go after what I want? We are terrified of being rejected, not fitting in, or we've created a society really where this individuality is preventing us from stepping forward. So the most important thing we can do though is the truth is, that disconnect we feel is because we're not being true to ourselves. We're not being authentic. A lot of the times we're surrounding ourselves with superficial conversations or things we don't really want to be part of because we're trying to fit in. And so what we really want to do is break away from that by giving yourself permission to be who you are because your true tribe cannot show up until you do. 
And so you have to be who you are. And look in your business, same thing. The more you you are, the more we we show, the more our business grows, the more people we reach, the more we're able to find the people of like mind and like heart. And so that was a pivotal moment for me of letting go of who I thought I needed to be and instead saying, you know what, I'm just going to go for it and, and be who I am. So that's the number one. Of course, there's other ones. We get blocked by comparing ourselves to others. We get blocked and feel like it's really hard to let go of what we think. One of the biggest ones is the expectations of how we think our life is supposed to look. Or we feel off track and behind because everyone else seems to be looking like they're doing it. And so we just want to come back inward and focus on our own journey. So you keep, we keep comparing ourselves to other people and, and, and putting unhappiness and placing unhappiness on exter and external circumstances. What do you think is the reason why we do this? Is it something within our own psyche, our own psychology that seeks validation from the outside world that tries to find happiness in bags and clothes and external validation? What do you think it is at the core of it? Oh, I think it's definitely a combination. I think when we're comparing ourselves, a lot of times we compare ourselves to others and those others, it's interesting because when I talk about in Joy Seeker, there's a whole section about it because it's a big joy buster comparing. It, a lot of times we see something in someone else that we actually want for ourselves or else we would not be jealous. Maybe you really are trying to find your soulmate and you keep seeing all these people on Instagram and people from high school getting married and you're going crazy. And then it makes you think I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. And it's this cycle. But what you recognize is and there's a process where you step away from that and say, wait a second, they're showing me what's possible. And I know a lot of other teachers talk about this too. So when you look at that thing you're jealous of, whether it's someone running a successful business, living an amazing destination, working from their laptop, whatever it is, say, wait a second, I'm thankful they're showing me what's possible. And then I say the how is in the now. Meaning instead of looking at them and saying, oh, I'm so off track and they're so far you know, ahead, say, wait a second, what can I do? My how to get to there is taking an action step now because the universe rewards motion. And so when you take a step, it's moving you towards what is for your highest good. And that's the key. What you see in someone else, maybe they're married or maybe that's what you want. And maybe they have a New York Times bestseller, whatever the goal is. If it's not in your highest good and it's not happening at this time, just know that you're doing everything in your power to create the life that you truly want and let go of the timing and the expectation. So the truth with comparison, what we see in others is an authenticity. And I noticed this in my business when I first started, I would run courses based on like what my mentors were running their courses on. And and, it, and just because I was trying to learn, right? Or I would see someone else post something on social media. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that got a lot of likes. And I think we do this in the community. And so we try to emulate what we love. And I learned very fast within a very, like a week that that is not going to work because they're being authentic to them and that's why it works. So what we're really seeing is an authenticity. So be authentic to you. Get back to what makes you you. What are your values? And be you. Gosh, so powerful. I, I talk a lot about this manufactured authenticity because authenticity has become a buzzword. So everybody's like, oh, look at me today without makeup. Like, and they're creating like fake authenticity just to, like, to get a response of people. Um, mm -hmm. So powerful, like to just shift our perception about what we see online so that we see it as an opportunity for us to be more authentic and to grow. So We've discussed the problem and how, what are the obstacles and how to let them go. Let's move into the solution. So what are 
how can we begin basically to be happy in the present moment without needing that external stimuli and without having to compare ourselves with other people? Yeah, and I think it really comes back to knowing that you are enough. We are enough. And that's the journey of the joy seeker process. And in my book, The Self-Love Experiment, it takes you on a journey of knowing that you are enough as you are. And so, yes, there's a lot of things we can do. But again, we are human beings. Like we hear it a lot. We're not human doings, but we Mm. have done a lot and we're doing a lot. Amen. (laughs) What you want to do is like, look at your day. Are you filling your day with things that uplift you, fulfill you? Are you taking in information that makes you feel good? Are you following accounts that really nurture your soul? All of this is so important for the journey of coming back to your true self. So when we're talking about being happy, when we're talking about being joyful, start with your values. What do I value as a person? You and me have been able to create a life around our values. We've come from you know, spots where we realized that what we were living wasn't actually what we truly want, but we learned the way on the way. And another thing is recognize that each step that you're in is actually so important for the next level you. You can't see around the corner and that's okay. That's something that really freaks us out sometimes, the fear of the unknown. But if you're cultivating a sense of peace, awareness, something that uplifts you, have a morning practice, have an evening practice, like be joyful. The number one way we can do that is be present. And that's something that the joy seeker journey taught me. I used to always reach for this thing outside of me. When I get that, I'll be happy. When I lose weight, when I meet my soulmate, all that. And when I traveled the world, so I set out to travel the world for a full year because I said, what have you always wanted to do that you haven't given yourself permission to do? And I traveled, I realized that the present moment is all we really have and that's where the joy is. Wow. So it basically, it's all about like happiness and joy. It's all about mindfulness and being in the present moment and just allowing ourselves to be okay with how things are and eager for more and trusting that the best yes. is yet to come. Exactly. Now, what would you say is your number one tool or technique or process that the listeners can practice today, even like right now, to just get a joy boost or to start moving towards a direction of joy? Yes. So uh, definitely focus on what makes you feel good. And I say we get what we focus on. And so think about your thoughts. It starts up here. Are you able to look in the mirror and say nice things about yourself? Are you looking at what is or what you want? Because what is has no bearing on what will be. So to cultivate a sense of more happiness and joy, I could tell you to journal prompt. I could tell you to meditate. I could tell you to go out in nature. I could tell you to focus on the things you love. But but all that we already know. We know that meditation helps. We know yoga feels good. What I want you to do is focus on your thoughts today. And I get what I focus on. And so another thing on that to tie it together is in order to get what you want, you have to let go of what you don't want. And so just think about what I'm willing to let go of today. And that will move you closer to what you truly want. How beautiful. Shannon, thank you so much for sharing your new book with us. And I'm so excited for people to dive into it and get joyful. How can people get in touch with you? And how can people order the book? Where where can they go to do it? Yes. So the book is at bookstores. You can get it at bookstores all across the world and online, of course, Amazon or my website. It's called Joy Seeker. And my website, I'm on social media, Shannon Kaiser Writes, which are my author pages. And I'm always posting positive content. Love to see you over there. Thank you so much for joining me, Shannon, and wishing you a lovely rest of your day. 
Thank you for listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at George Lizos to grab your free Lightworker survival guide and catch the next live episode. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 